slower than that. Uh, everybody, uh, everybody should be on. <laughs> Hello, everybody. Uh, we are uh, just got an update from Sister um, Joanne's. Remember uh, the Billy Wa Billy Waters family. Um, he passed away today, and so ask you to remember that family in your prayers with um, continue to remember Sister Tawana and Sister Donna Faye and Brother Don Sister Mary uh, she has I've already forgot a test can you tell me she has more tests and I've already forgot another had told me one I thought the other day um, but remember them Darren and Jason um, brother Bill and sister Joanne sister Barbara uh, started her radiation her granddaughter Maggie um, sister Joanne Mariah's glucose test was good uh, Brenda Walls <coughs> Good night. Sister Ruth Cordell, uh, Kayla, I do, uh, she, she had some tests run. She got some results back, and she's got some more uh, to come, so remember that. Uh, and then um, Lynetta, we've got to praise for her. She got her sleep machine today, and so we thank the Lord for that. Um, still no update on the two-year-old we prayed for with meningitis. Um, Brother Danny, uh, Debbie Henderson, um, Rita and Keith, uh, Justin Kindster, and Eva Dodd, uh, Brother Daniel, Sister Diane, uh, Sister Rhonda Collins and Evan and Rob, and uh, Reverend Carl Chesser. Joan Betty Howard, Sister Gail's great-great-nephew, uh, and she had one that was um, in Little Rock, Children's Little Rock, no update on that. Uh, remember Emily and uh, the lost, remember to be praying for the lost for sure. Uh, remember all of our shut-ins, Sister Tawana, as we've said, Sister Mary Jane, Brother Junior, uh, lifting them up in prayer, uh, in your prayers as well. <clears throat> so, and I will try my best tonight to speak loud enough that everybody can hear me. Uh, and if I don't, I just uh, pop up on there and say, don't hear you. And I'll do better uh, with that this evening as well. Do remember the cold weather that's moving in. Um, and the folks who be out uh, affected by that, uh, we're praying that it doesn't get as cold as they say it's going to, praying that it doesn't snow as much as they say it's going to, and praying that uh, nobody loses their power. A lot of folks are preparing for power outages, but we'll be praying uh, for that as well. With that tonight, we'll go to the Lord in prayer. We'll get right into our study. Father, we thank you, Lord, this evening. We pray, dear God, your will would be done. In your name glorified. 
Father, pray that you would touch and meet the needs, Lord, tonight as you know them. Father, spoken that we have and unspoken, Lord, we don't even know about. But, God, we ask you that you just anoint and touch. Father, we pray that you would just be, uh, Lord, tonight with those that uh, grieve and loss. Lord, we pray that you'd help them as only you can. Lord, we pray that you'd help us as we go through thy word. Uh, Lord, give us the words of wisdom and insight that we need. And, Lord, we ask you tonight that you would just have your way in every heart and soul. Lord, we pray, Father, for lost souls to be saved. And we just thank you, dear God, for the blessings you give us, Lord. And we thank you tonight in Jesus' holy name. And amen. Amen. If you have your Bibles, <coughs> go with us over to the book of John. And uh, the 10th chapter uh, was studying um, on the word lead the other day and uh, leader and leadeth. And as I was doing that, this should pop to my mind the word able. Now, the word able is found, um, I can't remember, 180 times or so in Scripture. And, uh, but there was something that just really, uh, the, the reason it came into my mind in a few Scriptures, and we'll get to those in just a minute. And I guess partly because, and I don't want to, how can I put this? I want people to understand I do not, and, and, I've, and I've said this, stressed this many times, I do not believe in work salvation. I don't believe in that. It's by grace that God saves you. Um, and I've heard preachers use the verses of Scripture that we'll get to in just a minute to try to tell us that uh, because of those verses there that... Uh, you're going to heaven no matter what you do. And uh, I, I don't believe that. I, I don't find that in the scriptures. And they use a verse of scripture to correlate with that. And that's what we're going to look at tonight, this verse. And then we're going to look at these two, three other verses that I've got. And it probably won't take us very long to do this. Um, but I, I just wanted, it's, it's just food for thought and to think about what the Bible tells us and how that if we're not careful, we manipulate what God is saying in order to give those who would take advantage of this thought uh, freedom to live their lives the way they want to. And my Bible does not tell me that. The other side of that, though, is, and, and this is why I stress so much when I talk about this, the Bible does tell us two things. One, we can't live our own lifestyle. If we love the Lord, we keep his commandments. Two, though, we're not good enough to be saved. So we know that this is the thing, that Jesus Christ is the only way of salvation for any of us. And we have to accept him as Lord and Savior of our life. We follow, follow him, and we're, go, we're good to go. We'll be all right. <clears throat> Just as Romans tells us, whosoever shall call the name of the Lord, shall be saved so here's the scripture that a lot of times that ministers will use and in my opinion uh, taking it out of context without applying it to the rest of the scriptures and remember what the bible says here little and there little we've got to take all the scriptures they tie together the bible does not contradict itself so 
John chapter 10, Jesus is talking about a sheep. In verse 25, he said, I told you, or excuse me, Jesus answered them, I told you and you believe me not. The works that I do, uh, the works that I do in my Father's name, they bear witness of me. But ye believe me not because ye are not of my sheep. As I have said and said unto you, my sheep hear my voice, and I know them, and they follow me. Do you understand that verse of Scripture implies something about you and I as Christians? That if we are the sheep of His hand, we are His sheep, that we hear His voice, this Word of God, the Spirit of God, and then we follow Him. We, 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 we are in action, I guess you would say, and that we follow Him. Are we perfect? No. Am I perfect? No. But we're following the one who is. And that's key to that. He said, I give them eternal life. Why? Because they follow him. There, there's eternal life in Christ Jesus. When you follow him, he's not going to destroy you. He's going to keep you. Okay? Uh, I give them eternal life, and they shall never perish. Neither shall any man pluck them out of my hand. Do you understand the context there in this scripture? We are not, no one person, no multiple people are able to take us out of his hand. If you and I turn and walk away from the Lord, we do so of our own free will. Just the same as if we get saved. In this aspect there, nobody can get me saved outside of what I do when the Lord calls me, right? No man cometh unto the Father but by the Son. No man cometh unto the Son except the Father draw him. And so we know this, that when the Father draws us, he draws us to Jesus. We accept Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior. We begin to follow him. We walk with him. Uh, it's just like uh, uh, we've used the scripture several times over in the book of Romans in the 8th chapter there. Um, and and I'm, like I said, I'm not trying to beat on this, but I just really want people to understand that we have a responsibility to continue to follow, to serve, to love, to honor, to glorify God, to walk with him. There's blessings in serving God. There's blessings in loving God. And, and, and I'll tell you, that to understand that, you've got to start it. Um, Romans 8 1, there is, there, now for, there is therefore now no condemnation to them which are in Christ Jesus, who walk not after the flesh, but after the Spirit. See, the word walk there implies an action. It implies that our lifestyle is such that we are following the Lord. And so he said that, uh, no man is able to pluck them out of my hand. My Father, which give them me, is greater than all. And no man is able to pluck them out of my Father's hand. I and my Father are one. Church, when you look at these verses of Scripture, you think about the word able. Okay, No man is able to pluck you out of the hand of God. No man is able to pluck you out of the hand of Christ. But you know what? No man is able to save you other than Jesus Christ. And so when we look at this and we think about this tonight, I'm not trying to destroy other doctrines. I'm trying to emphasize what the Bible's teaching and give us some, some guidance. 
in this. Uh, I know that other pastors uh, will will say stuff about the way that we when we read the Bible and we we talk about you know hey uh, you can't uh, you, you can't lose your salvation I, and I agree with that. Uh, but then they say uh, you also can't do anything that's going to cause you to uh, be um, you know not get into heaven once you've accepted Christ. And then they'll turn around and they'll say well. If you don't walk it, you never accepted him. And so, you know, it's you can't have it both ways in that. Uh, so the side of this is, is to understand this, that it's very important for us to read the scriptures as they are. As we, I was talking to a gentleman today, and we was talking about the Bible, and I said the Bible is doctrine. The Bible is doctrine. And, and so, you know, when you and I look at the scriptures, we're supposed to be trying to learn the scriptures uh, we're supposed to be trying to understand the scriptures, and the Spirit gives us that. And so when I l- thought about this, and I thought about the word able, and I looked it up, and you go through there, and you find all of these passages, again, where able is, these are scriptures that that the Lord gives us. And when we look at the word able, it's amazing how they'll tie in together. But no man is able to pluck you out of Christ's hands. No man is able to pluck you out of the hand of God. But again, Nobody is able to save you or get saved in your stead so that you will go to heaven or make you get saved, make you follow the Lord. Uh, It is a choice that you and I make, uh, and we choose. You know, Joshua said, choose you this day whom you will serve. And so we make that choice there. Jesus said, all that come unto me, I will in no wise cast out. And then he says, come unto me, all ye that labor. He's calling us to come but he's not forcing us to come. And so uh, in that scripture there. So I was looking at that. I was thinking about that. And this is the scripture here that a lot of times they use. And this, and I'm not trying to blow them apart. I'm just trying to tonight, I guess, maybe even rest something in my mind and, and some that others have talked to me about, which may never even watch this video uh, or, or see our feed there. But it's so important for us to realize that God is able to do these things but God does not force us in the end of time the Bible says that we will all stand before God and we'll give an account of our deeds whether they're good or evil we will give an account of our deeds what we've done what we've chose to do um, you know in so we have to make a conscious decision to follow the Lord uh, if you go back over into Daniel chapter 3 and I've used this one a bunch of lately too, but um, these are these are ones that I'm thinking about uh, constantly uh, in 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 the context of these things that go through my mind as I'm going to work now. Um, well, it's it's not been hard, but it's been hard. Uh, I'll just say that going to work. Uh, but Daniel three uh, seventeen. Uh, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego has answered King Nebuchadnezzar uh, when it comes to bowing down. It said, "If in verse said, if it be so, our God whom we serve is able to deliver us from the burning fiery furnace, and he will deliver us out of thine hands, O king. See the word able? God can do it. That That's the context in it. God can do it. And had Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego not put their faith and their trust in God, would God have to do it? Um, he didn't. He wouldn't have to. 
you know, if they're not following God, would they even think God is able to do it? Uh, they wouldn't have been talking about it that way either there. So when we look at it and we look in the scripture and we see these things, God is able. That means God can. Uh, he is able to do that which we think not. I mean, he's able to do abundantly above all that we think or ask. God's not limited like you and I are in these things. But the other side of that is when it comes to our salvation and when it comes to our walk with God, God is able uh, to do above that which we think and, and, and take us through things. Um, but it's up to you and I to, to follow the Lord. If you go over into the book of Corinthians 10.13, right? Uh, use this scripture a lot lately too, but there's no temptation taking you, but such is common to man. But God is faithful who will not suffer you to be tempted above that ye are able. There again, there is the capability. There is the, you can do this, right? But with the temptation also make a way escape that ye may be able, again, to bear it. Uh, so we, you know, God will not let us go above our capabilities and our temptations. He's not going to allow something to come to us to destroy us uh, and knowing that it's going to destroy us because we can't take care of that. We can't um, fight that off or, what, or however you want to look at it. Uh, so the choice becomes then do we give in to what we want to or uh, do we uh, blame God? This was greater than I, could, I was able to bear, right? Remember, no man is able to pluck you out of the hand of God. You're able to take all the things that you face in this life. I'm able to t handle those things that I face in this life. The choice is up to us whether or not we're going to. That applies to our salvation, our spiritual relationship with God. There are times, I'll, I'll be honest with you, that I could have, uh, I, how, how do I put it? There are times whenever I, I'm able to fight something off. And, and, and I do that. There's other times it pops out of me. And I'm glad that God is able to forgive me. Uh, because you know what? Uh, if you react quickly and don't think about things, you know, or times, you know, there, you just pop through and, and you say something you shouldn't say. You act in a way you shouldn't act. And, um, you know, it, it, it's there. It, it's not a temptation that you saw coming. It's, it's an action that happen and because you you wasn't in the I, I don't want to say the right frame of mind but because you wasn't in the right frame of mind you know spiritually speaking um you reacted in such a way i reacted in such a way uh, but i'm glad that god is able to forgive me right he's able to keep me uh going forth and doing these things I, if i'm going to follow he's able and that's what we get to in just a second there so god is able to uh to excuse me He's not going to tempt us above that we are able, but then he says that he will provide a way of escape that we may be uh, able to bear it. And that is putting our faith and our trust in Jesus Christ, our Lord and Savior. That's how we bear this life. That's how we get through this life. Remember the invitation in John 11 that I just talked about uh, just a minute ago. Uh, come unto me, John 11, 28. Come unto me, all ye that labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn of me, for I am meek and lowly 
in heart and ye shall find rest for your soul. For my yoke is easy and my burdens light. He's going to help us do what needs to be done. And he's trans he, he's already traded the impossible for the possible uh, with you and I. So having said all that, before I get too uh, far out, go over to 2 Timothy chapter 1. 2 Timothy chapter 1. Verse 12, it says this, For the which cause I also suffer these things. Now Paul was talking about being a preacher uh, to the Gentiles, the things that he went on there. Uh, he, you know, If you go back there and read a little further there, he said, But now is made the manifest by the appearing of our Savior, Jesus Christ, who hath abolished death and hath brought life, the immortality to light through the gospel. Whereunto I'm appointed a preacher and an apostle and a teacher of the Gentiles who suffered things for this reason there, for which cause I also suffer these things. Nevertheless, I'm not ashamed, for I know whom I have believed. Now, now look at the words there. Have believed. That, that, that Paul is saying that he's believed, he's trusted, he's trusting in Jesus Christ. And then he says, I am persuaded that he is able to keep that which I've committed unto him against that day. Remember, Jesus said, All who come unto me I will in no wise cast out. Uh, and Paul said, That which I've committed to him, he's able to keep it. It goes back to there. No man can pluck you out of the hand of Christ. No man can pluck you out of the hand of God. But no man can force you in there either. And so when we accept Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior for our lives, and we put ourselves into the hand of God, he's able to keep us. He's able to hold us. He's able to secure us. He's able to uh, uh, protect us. I mean, he's able to get us through this life as long as he desires for us to be here until the day that he desires us to come home. And, you know, Enoch walked with God and was not. Why? For the Lord took him. You and I will be here until God takes us. And when I think about these things and I thought about the, thought about the scripture there, you know, God is able. Don't don't ever discount the ability that God is not able. Uh, when when Daniel and I used it not very long ago, and when 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 the King Darius uh, threw Daniel into the lion's den, he comes back in the next morning. He said, "Is thy God whom thou conserve continually? Is is thy God whom thou conserve? Is he able to deliver thee out of the lion's mouth?" You know. And, and the answer is yes, he's able. And he's not only able, he did. Uh, and so when we look at it, God is able. So this verse of scripture there, and I heard heard him use, see there, God, God is able. So God is able, it, nothing ever changes. No, see, God is able to keep that which you've committed. There's a, therein lies the, the statements. You and I cannot decommit from God and expect God to do his part. Ezekiel tells us that the righteousness of a man that turns to unrighteousness, that his righteousness is no longer remembered. Paul tells us to be faithful uh, or, or to continue in faith. Jesus says, be thou faithful unto death. 
Matthew says, Because of love, iniquity abounds, many shall wax cold, but he that endureth until the end, the same shall be saved. So when we're looking at the scriptures, understand this, God has already done his part. God gave us Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior of our lives. He committed his son to the cross so that you and I could be saved. And he, he then expects, and I don't think it's unreasonable, just like Romans says, which is our, we're, we're to do our, un, um, our reasonable service. And so in doing that, God is saying, if I've already committed to you, I'm not going to withdraw my commitment. I'm able to do this. But it's up to you and I then to continue in the steadfastness of our faith walking with God. Again, I say it tonight with all clarity. You cannot lose your salvation. You're not going to wake up one morning and find out that you misplaced your salvation like you did your car keys. It's not going to happen. You, you make a conscious decision. I make a conscious decision. If we're going to walk away from God, it's a conscious decision to walk away from God. It's a conscious decision to start choosing this world over God's world, over God's love over God's principle, over God's word. It, you did, we don't just wake up one morning and go, wow, I took a wrong turn somewhere back there. We consciously decide to do that. People who have decided not to go to church consciously decide not to go to church. People who decide that they're no longer going to read their Bible, that's a conscious decision. I'm going to tell you as a Christian, and, and I wish that I could say I've read my Bible every day since I've been a child of God. That would be a bold-faced lie. I'm not going to do it. But can I tell you, I cannot remember a day that went by in which God did not speak to my heart through the power of the Holy Ghost and say something about reading the Word of God, whether it's just pick up and read uh, uh, the Bible app on your phone and read the Scripture there or, or pick up your Bible and read it there or go get my King James Bible, pure Bible search out. Uh, that I got on the computer and, and go through and read it there. Somehow, someway, every day that I can think of in my life that I've been a Christian, and, 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 and even when you're sick, you, you, when you can't do it, it's there. Because when you can't do it, you really, you're really like, man, I wish I could read. I'd feel better. I know if I could read. And, and after I had my neck surgery, I mean, I just, there's just, I couldn't focus right. I couldn't hold my hands right. And I didn't read my Bible for a few days. It haunted me in that aspect there. And But the problem when you get to doing this is the more you excuse yourself from doing it, the easier it is to continue excusing yourself from doing it. That's what people do. So it's a decision that they make that, that, that's made in our lives to either step up and follow the Lord and read his word and walk with him or to not. God does not fail. He is able. But you know what? You and I are able too. Therefore, we are responsible to continue our walk with God. So Paul said that he was persuaded that he was able to keep that which he I have committed unto him against that day. God, Paul was convinced that God would not fail him when the time came. And that's absolute truth. He did it. Remember, go over here into chapter 4. The apostle Paul says this, For I am ready to be offered, and, my time, and the time of my departure is at hand. 
I have fought a good fight. I have finished my course. I have kept the faith. What did Paul say? He did what he was supposed to do. He held on. He was steadfast. He was on the ball, so to say. Uh, was Paul a perfect man? No, he wasn't. Did Paul ever say, you know what, I lost myself, I just lost? No, he didn't. But throughout the scriptures, we're warned to continue in our faith. And we're to continue there. And so, again, when Paul answers the questions, I have, I have fought a good fight, I have finished my course, I have kept the faith. What did Paul know? Henceforth there is laid up for me a crown of righteousness, which the Lord, the righteous judge, shall give me at that day, and not only me, not to me only, but unto all them also that love his appearing. Just think about it. Paul said, I'm convinced that God can do what God said he was going to do. And I'm convinced in so much that there is a crown of righteousness laid up for me that God put there because God is able to do it. If you go over to the book of Jude. Sorry, my foot is falling asleep. I was going to say chapter 1, but chapter 1, because there's only one chapter in the book of Jude. Now, now look at this. This is another scripture that I heard the other day. Um, and again, this is the reason why the thoughts come through there and, and flood my mind on these things. It says this in verse 24. Now unto him that is able to keep you from falling and present you faultless before the presence of his glory with exceeding joy. To the only wise God and Savior be glory and majesty, dominion and power both now and forever. Is God able to keep me from falling? You bet he is. Can I tell you why? When I mess up, he convicts me. When I mess up and he convicts me and I confess, he forgives me. There, that, that's God. That's what God is able to do. Is there... You know, if you think about it this way, the Bible tells us, and I, and I use this in Sunday night service, that the son of perdition, the one who exalteth himself above all that is called God or godly, or that makes himself look as if he is God, except that there come a great falling away first. Is God able to stop us from falling away? Absolutely. If we continue in the faith, if we're steadfast, if we hold on, if we endure to the end. Remember, God does not just take his hand off of you and say, get out of here, I'm done with you, I'm tired of you. You and I turn from God. God does not turn from us. There is a friend that sticketh closer than a brother. Think about it. Jesus is right there with us all the time through the presence of the Holy Ghost in our lives today as Christians constantly reminding us he will remind us right of what he's told us he will reprove the world of their sin but he'll remind us of the teachings of christ he reminds us of the scriptures why because god does not want us to fail god does not want us to fall and god is able to keep us from falling if we trust in god and follow up listen i only 
fall when I don't follow God. I only fall when I don't follow the word. I only fall when I don't follow the leadership of the Holy Ghost. He is able to keep me from following, falling. And if I follow him, I'm not going to fall. Why? Well, I don't know where the scripture is right off now, but in the book of John, Jesus said, they that walk in the day don't stumble. It's they that walk in the night. So you and I make that decision as to how we're going to live our lives. And realize this tonight. If I, if I can just can convince you of one thing, it would be this. God is able. God is absolutely able. But you and I have to do our part, which is to follow him, stay committed to him, be steadfast in him. Don't let our faith waver. We're not going to heaven just because we want to. We'll go to heaven because God has called us, we've accepted that calling, and we go through Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior of our life. And, and listen to me, and this is why I try to be so careful when, when I talk about this subject, but this is what the Lord gave us. Just because you make a mistake, just because you commit a sin, just be honest with you, doesn't mean you've lost your salvation. It just means you've messed up and you need to get things straightened up with God. In church, we ought to strive not to sin instead of to strive in sin. And a lot of times today, people are striving in sin because they think it doesn't matter. Well, it does matter. So we ought to strive not to sin. Therefore, we're striving to follow God, have a right relationship with God, instead of striving in our sin. If you have any thoughts, comments, questions, please feel free to um, post us. On Facebook, uh, you can ask us there. Our sermon audio app, you can ask us there uh, through the um, email. And, uh, of course, those of you who want to ask me something at church or call me on the phone, you got my number, feel free to do so as well. But just wanted to present this tonight. Um, God is able, church. God is able. Um, we have to make the decision, though. And it ultimately lies within our power to determine this. I'm thankful for that tonight because, see, God does not force me to be a robot. Instead, he allows me to have a free will. And I would uh, say honestly tonight, um, I, I want to serve the Lord better every day. And I thank him for all he's done for me, all he's given me. And there's just no way that I can be as thankful as I ought to be. Um, but I will say, choose the Lord and you'll never go wrong. Stay with him. And it may get tough, but in the end, it's going to be all right. Father, this evening, we thank you, Lord, for your love and mercy. We thank you, dear God, for your blessings. We ask you, Lord, help us, Father, to do that which you'd have us to do, be that which you'd have us to be. Lord, I pray tonight for those that are uh, sick and afflicted again, ask you to touch their bodies, Lord, and help them. Pray, Father, for those who might have questions, Father, through your word, Lord, that they would find that answer by studying it, Lord, seeking others, dear God, to help them, Lord, who are telling the truth. And, Lord, I just ask you this evening, 
draw us close to thee in one to another. And we'll give you glory, honor, and praise in Christ's holy name. Amen. God bless you. Thank you for your attending tonight. See you at the next appointed time, Lord willing.